Hi, Coach Joe Lucas, and welcome to the Magellan Network Show. For nearly 30 years, I've been focused on helping advisors become the best, both personally and professionally. This show is dedicated to sharing with you tools, tips, strategies, distinctions, things that are working now. I'd love for you to take a moment, and if you're watching this on YouTube, click the like button and also the subscribe button so you get automatic updates. And if you happen to be listening to us on a podcast, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and you leave a positive review for us. Now, with that said, let's get to today's episode. Hi, this is your coach, Joe Lucas, and welcome to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Uh, first off, it's great to be back uh, from being on the road, both at uh, my mastermind events in uh, Del Mar, California, and then also at the uh, Females in Finance Conference in Palm Desert, which was part of the uh, Riskalyze uh, Conference, also in Palm Desert. So great to be back home, and uh, my goodness, it's already the month of October. Before you know it, uh, we'll be ringing in the new year. That is not the conversation for this episode. Uh, the conversation for this episode is what do you do when you're overwhelmed, when you just feel like you've got so many plates spinning, so many projects to do, that you you almost feel like you're, you're being strangled of oxygen inside of this game. So let's, let's talk about this and let's unpack it. You know, in my career of nearly 30 years, uh, this is a common occurrence. The only way you don't get overwhelmed if you're not doing business, right? Uh, which is a whole different conversation. First off, you've got to ask yourself, how do you get here? So how does an advisor get overwhelmed? Uh, there's a couple, in my experiences, there's a couple ways this happens. Uh, I don't think any of us get up in the morning and say, hey, I think it's a great idea. Let's see what I can really do to really screw myself up and get overwhelmed. So it kind of just happens. One of the major causes that I have found of getting overwhelmed is that we get too aggressive in what we're looking to accomplish. So it's almost like we're doing a version of perfect day planning, perfect week planning, perfect month planning. Now, what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is that you don't take into consideration other external forces outside of our control. So for example, let's say today you're going to work on a segmentation project, right? You're in your office, hey, I'm going to, I don't have any meetings. I'm just going to kind of work on my business today and I'm going to do a segmentation, a segmentation project. And you come in your office and you're ready to rock and roll. And the next thing you know, the email starts going off, the phone starts going off, a client's sick, somebody passed away, somebody has issues. And instead of, you know, getting your project done, you're like in triage firefighting mode, right? It happens all the time. So the first thing is that you have to go ahead and look at what you're committing yourself to. And are you being too aggressive? Now look, our industry is not predominantly, but there's a lot of alphas out there. And so, the ch and I coach a lot of them. The challenge with being an alpha or being a high driver is that you, you feel like you can take on the world, that you can get it all done, there's always a way to get it done. The problem with that is, A, that concept is not sustainable. Number two, there's no margin for error. So the first thing you want to do is don't overschedule yourself. You always want to leave a margin of, if we're talking about time, for example, like 20%, right? If we're talking about like days, I've liked the concept, and this is something I teach all my clients. Uh, there are basically three types of days that we have, tactical days, strategic days, and renewal days. Tactical days, we're working in the business. So we're, we're doing reviews, we're prepping for reviews, uh, we're handling clients, we're running our team, we're doing all those things there, right? 
Strategic is working on the business. So this is when we're doing projects and planning and CE and training, and all those elements. And then renewal time is what it is. You're away from the business, right? Uh, getting some downtime, recharging the batteries, renewing yourself. So think of it as in the business, on the business, and gone from the business. The challenge for most advisors who are over their skis or overwhelmed is they don't have a large enough allocation of strategic time or strategic blocks. Uh, I recommend at least one a week, typically a Friday, you know, anytime you want. And that is reserved for working on projects, moving the needle in the business forward. It does not mean you don't take a 911, of course, something like that, but ideally, if you're trying to do strategic work in your tactical environment, right? So in other words, like I said in an example, if you're in your office at your desk trying to do a segmentation project, you're asking for trouble. You're asking for your outlook to go ding, 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 the little voicemail light to go bleep, you know, blinking, the red light, like, oh, I got a message, right? And it's highly distraction. So one of the things you want to do is set the environment to be productive. So I recommend strategic time not be done in your office unless you can really control distractions like close your door, shut your outlook down, put your put your, both your cell phone and your desk phone on do not disturb, and you can kind of cocoon yourself. Then I'm fine with that, right? And you just if you have a team, you tell them, hey, I am really not here today. I am out of the office, even though you physically see me, I am not here, right? And that gives you the best opportunity to get things done. The other thing will get you overwhelmed because here's kind of the spiral effect. When we feel like we're running behind, what's the first thing that we tend to let go of as humans? Think about it. It's going to be the things that are good for us. Oh, I have no time to go work out. Uh, I don't have time to go out to lunch and eat healthy. So just get me a number two supersize. I'll eat at my desk. And we kind of, and then all of a sudden now we're sitting there, we're trashing our energy levels, right? We're working hard. We're not resting. We're not, that means we're not as productive. We don't have all of our resources available. It means I put more energy into getting things done. And it's just a brutal effect, right? So the other thing to do when you feel like you're spiraling is stop. I call it a strategic timeout. Take a half day and sit somewhere other than your office. Go to a library, go to Starbucks, go to the beach, the park. Go sit in your car somewhere. And look over all the projects you have and ask yourself one question. Is this an absolute must right now? If the answer is no, defer it. Go through every one of, of the things that are on your board and look, you will find things that are absolute must. I've got a client estate plan, you know, a client uh, we have to handle in the state. Well, that's an absolute must, right? Is revamping your website an absolute must? No, it's not. It's something you want to do, but whether you get it done in the next 14 days or the next 60 days, in the global scheme of your world, it's not relevant. So start looking at things. Start punting, deferring them, right? A lot of times advisors I found will, I call it pushing on the strings, right? You'll start five or 10 projects at once and you just can't get any continuity with them because they're trying to get them all done at once because we're being hyper-aggressive, you know, again, perfect day planning, uh, so on, and we're really putting ourselves behind the curve, right? Proximity and perspective matter here. So proximity, the closer you are to it, the more overwhelming it looks. That's why I like this half-day little time, strategic timeout. It gives you an opportunity to reset. 
okay? Next question on the list. Am I the only person that can do this? So a lot of times as we grew up in this industry, we were, we were the one man or one woman show, right? The one person band and we did it all. So what's the default question we all ask ourselves? How do I do this? Terrible question. New question. Who other than myself can do this for me or help me do this? Much better question. So you want to start Q&Aing yourself, right? Am I the only person can do this? Who can I get to do this? Who can I get to help me do this? And start looking for bandwidth. And maybe you have somebody, maybe you don't. But you go through the process of asking the question. Next, another filter. Will this, so there's two types of projects that have priority. Things that are important to our clients, like, you know, a settling an estate, an analysis, prepping for a review, things that are going to be very client-centric. Those are always going to have high priority. The second thing that has high priority are things that are going to make us money. I call them green projects, right? So you want to look at that. Hey, maybe I got a proposal I've got to do for a prospect, right? Or I'm going to be sitting down with a COI and I want to make sure I'm not just showing up and, and kind of, you know, winging it, but I'm going to be very intentional inside that conversation, inside that meeting. Well, those are important, right? All the other stuff can be deferred. So that's the other thing. You've got to make sure that you're not starting, very few people are wired to start multiple projects at once and be successful with that. So you got to pick the sequencing or syntax of your projects, right? Maybe you start one, you get it done. You start the next one, you get it done. It's orderly, it's methodical. And remember, this industry attracts people that have very little patience. It's, a shock. it's, it's really no surprise, of course, when I say that, but uh, everybody wants it yesterday, right? Very impatient. And the problem with being impatient in this game is you're setting yourself up for just a ton of stress, okay? Really, really important. And then the, uh, the last thing I wanna say about, you know, just when you're overwhelmed, is be very careful about how you're viewing this. And here's what I mean. A lot of times I have found advisors will get stressed out slash overwhelmed because they think there's something wrong with their business. And we have to remember that if you're growing your game, so you're getting new clients, new assets, your top line's growing, right? You're elevating your game, stress, slash uncomfortableness is a byproduct of elevation. A lot of times growth does not feel good initially. It's like, man, I'm really stressed out. I got all these projects going, I got all the stuff coming at me, right? And it's like, it's like, wow, it's overwhelming, but really what's happening is growing. You just haven't grown into it yet as a person. And so what most advisors will do, like, oh my God, there's something wrong, we'll default back to our, our, our norm, right? Back to baseline. That's why a lot of you struggle with, with being ele with elevating consistently. You kind of get these kind of starts and fits and stops and stuff like that because internally you're viewing this or communicating this to you as like, oh man, there's something wrong. I'm really stressed out. Is it stress or uncomfortableness? And remember, stress comes in two different flavors here. There's the stress of scarcity. I don't have enough growth going on. I don't have enough top line. I definitely don't have enough bottom line. That scarcity mindset is a stressor. Abundance and growth is also a stressor. It's, it's a form of uncomfortableness. And it comes with a much nicer bank account. 
So if I were you, I would vote for the one with the bank account and figure out how to manage the game versus kind of default back into the game of scarcity, okay? So those are just some random thoughts I want to give you. I deal with this a lot in my work with, with clients, you know, whether it's personal clients or inside of my tribe at Magellan Network, and that's the last thing I like to say in this episode. Um, if you're really looking to up your game, not just for the rest of this year, but you really, really want to make 2022 a year of elevation, a year of shift and change. And I use the C word, right? Change, because most people don't like that, but this, that's what this is all about. Come check us out. Free trial, 14 days. You and I will have a conversation. Uh, official membership is by application and approval only. So it's not, you can't buy your way in to my game. But if any of this makes sense to you, come check us out. Come check me out. Uh, there'll be a link below, MagellanNetwork.net. And until next week, thank you for watching and or listening to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Thank you for watching or listening to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Hey, if any of this resonated with you, I invite you to come to MagellanNetwork.net and we have a powerful group coaching community of like-minded advisors. Come in for a trial. You and I will have a one-on-one conversation. Let's see if I can help elevate your game both personally and professionally.